How are you? Well, Miss August is doing great. Welcome back to Simple Beauty, the podcast. I am your host, Miss August, and this is the place where we all come to explore, examine, and enlighten ourselves on the ever-changing evolution of beauty. And I do not sit here and talk about makeup the whole time. See, what we do here on Simple Beauty, the podcast, is we try to make ourselves over from the inside as awesome as beauty is, as awesome as makeup is. The reality is, is that if we are all a wretch undone on the inside, listen, it makes no difference. It'll end up catching up with us in the long run. But right here, we just try to dive in into topic after topic, week after week, and just become. I think that's the best way to explain it. So this week on Beauty is In, it's going to be like a super great time. The reality is, is that as I just really went through this week and I really just thought about like what I wanted to talk about, what I wanted to speak about to our audience. I was like, dang, we actually probably need to talk about obstacles because I really feel like it's one of those undercurrences in not only life, but just the way that life is lived. I feel like it's just something that is. You know, no matter how much wealth you have, no matter how much luck you have, the reality is is that nobody goes through this life unscathed. So I'm just so excited to just talk about that and dive into what I really think about it and what I came up with over this week. You know, Unicorn Tales is a doozy. The world is dealing with a tragic loss, and we will discuss that on the Unicorn Tales this week. I'm so excited for Make Me Under because it's something that is affecting me. And what burns me up? Child you'll see. Sit back and get ready for some tomfoolery, some truth, some theories, some tea, some tricks, and some trickers, baby. Let's go. So this week on Beauty is in Miss August Fine's Beauty and Overcoming Obstacles. And I am just enthralled because I realized that upon me trying to figure out what notes I would use or what topic I wanted to do for the next episode of Simple Beauty, the podcast, it became more clearer and clearer as I read through things that I was just jotting down from church, that I was just jotting down from just like regular conversations with awesome people. I find that overcoming obstacles is one of those things that we really, really do not talk about, but I find that my phone rings a lot. And then I also always talk to my husband and, you know, my mom and my sister and, you know, anybody that I'm just thinking about, like anything can be an obstacle. And overcoming obstacles is something that we really, really don't speak about because we really feel like however you are as a human, you should just fail with being that way. But through adversities, through insecurities, through hard times, through people not being mindful of us, for us not being mindful of other people, the more, you know, older we get, the younger we are, you know, the toxicity, the negativity, the people who really try to pour into us, but we do not understand that all of these things come because people have not only wisdom, but people also have our best interests at heart. So the reality is, is that when you're dealing with trying to overcome obstacles, you do not realize that everybody is facing them at any given time. Me personally, I always try to figure out like how I fit in with beauty is in. And when I talk about overcoming obstacles, I am a new parent. And yes, new. I don't care what you talk about because my youngest baby is two, okay? It is really a lot of adversity when it deals with me psychologically trying to be comfortable with me fearing their growth. And to me, that is an obstacle. Their growth to me is an obstacle because they are becoming 
and they are evolving into amazing human beings. But I'm still trying to figure out how do I fit into their life on purpose? I just don't want to be that mom that's just like, overbearing or I don't want to be that mom who just is like I just don't understand you it's irritating I don't want to be that mom I may still end up being that but I'm doing it with full intent to make sure that they understand me on their level and now communicating with my nine-year-old son wisdom he's eight but I'm gonna call him nine since it's 2020 that's what he told me to do see I'm working on me you know his attitude towards me speaking to him is really weird like you know at one point I would see him do the things that I taught him the yes ma'am the move when I say move the speak how I want to be spoken to but I'm watching puberty take over my <laughs> Ooh, hold on I'm watching Puberty take over my nine-year-old somebody. And I wasn't absolutely, like, at the forefront of how puberty was overtaking my husband and I's bonus, my bonus, my bonus daughter, but his 15-year-old daughter, although I've known her since she was five, I wasn't, like, privy to how puberty started to evolve her. Because she still treated me the same. But I'm in the house with like my nine-year-old son. And his attitude is like really nonchalant when he deals with me at times. You know, one day he'll be this vivacious, vibrant, bow, amazing son that I know that I'm grooming. And then 30 minutes later, he'll catch an attitude. That's so weird to me. And I know parenting is different, but we really don't understand how that can be an obstacle for a growing entrepreneur woman who has not only her son, but she has multiple sons and a daughter who will be 16 in a few weeks. Like, it's like, am I being ignored? Are you disrespecting me, sir? Wisdom was a giving because I'm trying to choose not to be like you're being to me, but I feel a way. So when I'm speaking about obstacles, I really don't just jot down notes and say, oh, hey, let me talk about this to the podcast. No, I really live through each and every, you know, life situation and life lesson. And many people are so intent on finding this vibrant section about their happiness and meaningfulness and they try to make it formidable so that they don't sabotage their ability to acquire meaningful lessons and obstacles and overcoming them. And it's a real accomplishment for anyone to go through anything without suffer suffering through. So I understand like when I hear, you know, older parents speak to me and say, you know what? You lucky you got three sons because this is what they tell me. I'm trying to tell y'all this is what they do. You lucky you got three sons because when they grow up, they going to love you. But what I'm supposed to do when they like two and three and four and five and six and seven and nine and 10 and 11, I got to wait a whole two decades for me to feel good about something? Confused. Stuff like that confuses me. But I know that no great thing 
will come from a place of comfortability. You know, you have to literally go through childbirth to be able to birth a human being that has not only your DNA, your likeness, but it has your soul. The only person that ever felt your heartbeat and heard it from the inside of you. You get those great things, but you do have to endure overcoming those obstacles. And I am just so grateful to just be able to sit back and delve into all of my experiences and say, you know what, if anything, August, you mean well because you're doing, you know, the purposeful work as far as you grooming and growing yourself in motherhood. So that is like an obstacle that I see, but I get many calls about how people should cope and what did I do to heal from certain obstacles in my life? And what did I go through to become so triumphant in some certain areas like relationships and, you know, parentship. And then also in just being a woman, trusting God to just believe that he'll make a way with my income. When I was just saying that I'm just going to figure it out. Like I get so many calls from young men and young women and then older men and older women who really put their faith in me to say, you know what? I believe, that there's enough God in you or enough knowledge in you or enough wisdom in you that you can try to figure a way to just pull me out. And to me, life is not easy, no matter how privileged you are, how much luck you think you may have. Obstacles will come no matter how long you live or breathe or have your being, but you have to give yourself time to process and there is nothing to gain without suffering. I chose to process whatever obstacle I will be going into in 2017. I made a promise to myself that I won't be the woman who just reacts about things. And I told you about my reactive conversation because I wanted to be more intentional about how I feel and why I feel and when I feel it and how impulsive I am about things. To me, I just don't try to dwell on things and try to figure my way out of it. I want to push myself through it, but I want to push myself through purpose. So I'm so grateful to just be able to speak to you guys about things that I find formidable as it pertains to overcoming obstacles. One of those things is like embrace the comfort and the suffering just to know that there's no way around certain experiences because the reality is, is that in order for us to fall deep in love with some things, we have to really know what a deep loss feels like. You know, you can have, you know, for instance, things that you try to overcome just so you can get to a point. Losing weight is like one of them. You know, you want to go into a place that, you know, you want to get better with your body. You want to get better with your vitality. You want to get better with yourself. But the reality is, is that if you're trying to lose weight, you have to accept those dietary restrictions. You have to accept that the lifestyle that you are living now has to change in order for you to grow, in order for you to just like induce this thing in your body, in your muscular system, in your, you know, your cardiovascular system. Everything has to change. And the reality is, is that we need more control over our discomfort. And so 
that is what it feels like when you try to go and try to lose weight out the blue and you just say, I'm going to do this thing. You, those are obstacles that you have to get through. It's almost like you even trying to get a better job. If you're trying to get a better job, you have to literally accept that there's uncertainty. There is a discomfort. There is a whole manageable thing in your head that you're going out on a women saying that I need a new job. I need a new change in career pace. So you have to search for one. You have to get through that grueling interview process. Even if you try and work at Popeye's, you got to get interviewed. I'm just saying the reality is, is that you have to go through those experiences uh, uncomfortable and then uh, uh, and discomfort. You have to go through those things because when you get on a job, you have to train to make sure that you are competent enough to do the job and do the service that is provided. And then you have to find your excellence in it. To me, to me, it's just like, wow, you know, no matter how you live, how you choose to live, there are obstacles that you have to overcome. No matter what you're going through at what trigger in your life at whatever trick you feel like you need to play to do whatever you have to do no matter what truth you have to tell about it no matter what tomfoolery you have to trick your mind into thinking the reality is is that you have to overcome obstacles you have to get through toxicity and negativity negativity you have to make sure that you go to people and you ask the people how you got out of that how did you make it through it how did you get from making $1,000 a month to a million dollars a year? How did you do that? How did you make 100 k Those are questions that you have to ask when you are taking your soul and you're arresting it. So I wanted to come to you and talk to you about overcoming obstacles this week because in lieu of what I feel like Unicorn Tales is about, It really helped me transition my thinking and it had me to think, what can I be more bolder and braver about today? What can I say? What can I say that will make sure that whatever I feel, my audience feels? And I'm just grateful to be able to pour into you guys as I execute these beautiful balances myself. Let's move on to Unicorn Tales, you guys. OMG, wow. Simple Beauty is celebrating its one-year anniversary with an amazing variety pop-up shop. We are so grateful and ecstatic for all of the community and all of the support that the DMV has to offer us. We are having a variety pop-up shop right here at Simple Beauty Studios on 2-2-2020. And guess what? Baby, it's Super Bowl Sunday. It's lit. Hey, but we're excited because guess what? We're going from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. You guys put on your Super Bowl Sunday finest, baby, and you come pump right on through here. We have a variety of amazing designers. We have a variety of amazing, you know, entrepreneurs from all over the DMV area. You all are invited. I am so excited. Listen, I done did my first ad and paid myself. Blessed God. Thank you. I cannot wait to see you on 2220 from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Bye. 
Welcome to Unicorn Tales, you guys. Listen, if you have not heard of Unicorn Tales, let me just tell you something. Since we have a growing audience at an expeditious pace, I just want to let you know that Unicorn Tales are a simple beauty podcast. Really, this is just our way of just exploring hot topics. And this is our version of the fake news in the media. However, this week is different. Yep. Because this news is not so fake. I was trying to figure out. How did I go about to do this episode? Was I going to do something lighthearted and amazing and we just speak about the beauty of something? But I'm going to try to tie this into beauty as, as good as I know how. Listen, basketball legend Kobe Bryant, who is 41, and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna Marie Onore Bryant, were among nine people, including his dad, Killed in a helicopter crash on on Sunday, and they were in Calabasas. You know there are a litany of things going on as it pertains to like investigations and how everything is faring. Apparently, there was no black box on the on the helicopter, which is normal because it's private owned. So. You know, it's just, it's just mellow because who would have thought that the death of someone who doesn't know you, doesn't know I, doesn't know anybody, but like a a litany of people who have like this, this huge enamored love for could affect so many people. I feel like. The same way when I felt like Aaliyah died. I feel the same way when I felt Michael Jackson pass away. I feel the same way I felt when I knew of, you know, the late, great Whitney Houston. And not only her, but her daughter. And not only her daughter, I kind of feel away since Nick gone. Like, it is just a passion that overcomes everybody because they are such a respected entity and they are a part of our lives that we really can't take back they have done so many great things have made so many great records have done so many things that have catapulted them to the top but had us to think that it was possible so the love and compassion for basketball is one thing But when you talk about a wife and children and you talk about a family man who is dedicated to making sure that, you know, not only he's doing it for himself, but he's making sure that he's doing it for his legacy. This is hard. Somebody who gives back, somebody who decides to be an inspiration, who decides to coach other people into legacy, somebody who is a mother, a wife, someone who chooses to sacrifice their time, their talents, their love, their life, their likeness to groom people, not only people who are as good as them, but the youth, to me, to groom the future. When you uplift women to be just as amazing as you are. 
when you teach him your likeness because you don't have a son to do it, or when you have plenty of sons, but your daughter says, I just want to play. And you allow her to because basketball just not for dudes. You can go on and on, but I feel like America is hurting. America is hurting. The world is hurting. They're mourning a legacy, a legend, an icon in this field of work that it's insurmountable because people just can't do it. Not only was it just Gianni and Kobe, you're talking about several families, seven other people, several other corpses were found in lieu of those two people. So in accordance, I feel like the only way to do unicorn tales is to say that we not only love Kobe, we not only lift up Vanessa, the family of the Bryants, the family of the extension of the Bryants, everybody who posts their pictures on Instagram and took a picture with Kobe Bryant, we lift you up too because guess what? You met him and I didn't. You met him and they didn't. People are hurting around the world for not only the legacy of Kobe Bryant, for not only the legacy and the kinship of Gianna and Vanessa and the whole Bryant family and the extension of it. But people are hurting in separate families because there won't be one funeral. There will be nine. Don't think that it is cool for me to try to figure out, do I go to CNN? Because as soon as I check my emails, it's like mess. Like you guys are crazy. The internet is crazy. I find it so uncomfortable to know that that legend passed and not even moments after he passed, his wife didn't give it, get, get enough time to be able to say, let's say something, let's put out a statement before the world knew and the world just took advantage of her grieving. I think it's so hurtful and it's so spiteful for us to be in this microwavable time that we just don't get a chance to process and to convene with ourselves, with our immediate family. We don't get a chance to just be and then speak, even if that's three hours, two hours, 45 minutes, however long it takes for us to start communicating. I feel like social media and the likes thereof snatches that opportunity away. So to me, it's just like, I feel this on a different level because I know how impactful it is on each and every level, you know. And to me, yeah, I don't like it because now you have articles about people being on a plane and people want to argue about them using the same helicopter. And, you know, it's just like stuff like that. In the midst of somebody grieving and hurting, you want to be a blog post? Like, those are the things about the internet that makes me feel like I'm good with the internet that I have. You know what I mean?
So this week on Make Me Under Miss August is so excited because I have a hack for you guys. The reality is, is that I tell you all the time that I do see a esthetician on a regular basis, basically a monthly basis. But what I'm noticing is that the facial just takes a long time. I mean, it is amazing to just sit there and be pampered. But when I go to the nail salon, I really don't like to be there unless I'm getting like a, you know, foot massage or I'm getting a pedicure. That I don't mind. But when it comes to my nails, I just want it to be over with. But what I've realized is that going to the esthetician makes me feel the same way because I really feel like I'm going there for the results. So instead of my one hour appointments, I've taken them down to 30 minute brightening appointments. And my esthetician still goes in with the same things that she needs once she sees my skin so i'm really excited to let you know that my hack is to take your one hour appointment down to 30 minutes you'll save half the cost or you can just go in specifically for what you need like a chemical peel or dermaplaning things like that to add on to that turns out cost the same amount as the one hour appointments let me know if this helps any of you guys i'm so excited let's move on to what burns me up child <laughs> So this week on What Burns Me Up, child, let me tell y'all something. Miss August fell away. And I'm going to tell y'all why I fell away. Because I am noticing things that are irritating me to the core. To the core. Like, literally to the core. What's happening on social media is kind of blowing me. Like, we get an opportunity to go on social media to, like, divulge information. To, you know, be. To just, you know, unwillingly just let it all out. Let it hang however we see fit. But what's happening on Facebook is burning me up. And what's happening also on Instagram and Twitter, all of the social media platforms, I find that I have a problem with these judges and jurors. The judges are the people who are writing these statuses, and the jurors are the people who comment under those statuses. It's burning me up. I'm going to tell you why. You do not get to tell somebody how to feel. You don't get to tell somebody how they should write something. You don't get to tell somebody how they should respond to something. And I don't know if that's me telling you this today. Honestly, I don't. But I'm not on the internet. I'm just on the podcast, okay? All I'm saying is that let people be. Let people feel. Let people write how they want to feel before the jurors come under those comments. So I guess what's burning me up is just the people who comment under people's stuff, and it's not your business to say stuff. Write that on your page. Moving on. What's also burning me up is Apple Music. Let me tell y'all something. I'm wore out. Can't do it. I can't do it. Let me tell you why. Because y'all doing too much. I'm trying to figure out where's the music on my phone. The app put on it. CDs. I upload it. Where's my stuff? I want to know where it's at. Don't keep on updating stuff and don't give me tutorial. Apple Music, you're wearing me out. And in the same sense, let me also tell you what's burning me up. This Apple phone text message tab. The unknown. First of all, messages sit there for weeks because I forget to click right there. You don't give me notification that somebody that's not saved in my phone texts me. You don't let me know that I have 17, 19, 23 messages at one time, and I don't know that I can respond to them. Apple, I don't know what brainiologist you are considering when you do all of these updates and you do them out the blue and you don't tell people that you're about to take their messages and sort them out the way. Listen, I'm not a text message girl. You guys know that. But the reality is, is that I'm still trying to get to some type of understanding why they just moving and shifting things. Because I did know who that was. I just never saved their number. 
See what I'm saying? I still wanted it over there with the other things because I just didn't want to know that that was that person if that person texted or called. I wanted it to be like, surprise, surprise, hey, same person. See, but you, you are separating things that have nothing to do with you. You are not a human apple. I don't believe that. It's burning me up and it's wearing me out. Send your what burns me up to what burns me up at gmail.com. Listen, I'm wowed. But what I'm telling you is that I'm excited and I'm grateful that week after week you guys sit here, you listen to me, and you make sure that you always support me. Thank you so much. I'm letting you guys know that Simple Beauty is having their variety pop-up shop on 2-2-20, yep, on Super Bowl Sunday. Listen, y'all don't watch football anyway, but for those of you who do, you get a good time to come and shop from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Kickoff is at 6.30, so you'll be well at your place of residence before the kickoff starts. I'm just letting you know that each and every one of you guys are invited. Tell a friend, share it. Let everybody know that Simple Beauty is having a pop-up shop. I'm so grateful and ecstatic that you guys are here. And I'm leaving, and I love you. But remember, you can't put makeup on inner beauty. So let's just do the work. Bye. Bye. <laughs>